Welcome to the Forest FM podcast, episode 42. I'm Killian Vigna. And I'm Zoe Billow Springer. This week's episode is a roundup of our mid September posts from the Forest Salon software blog. So, in specifics, we'll discuss how to save money in six key areas of your salon or spa, the seven wonders of the perfect salon phone manner, five ways a brand new salon or spa can look established, followed by the release of our newest Forest Salon software ebook. But as always, we top off the show with our upcoming Forest Academy webinars. This podcast is produced every Monday morning for your enjoyment with a cup of coffee on your day off. Now, let's get into the show. So last week we had Lilac Miller on the show Yeah, and it was for r- our 30 Days to Grow. Exactly, it was very insightful in terms of uh, how the campaign impacted her salon, yeah. Yeah, well, it was good to see how, like you said, how it helped her, her salon and her staff. But also, we learned a good bit about it as well. Because oh, definitely, yeah. We learned how to, I suppose, make the campaign more accessible for anyone else that wants to try it throughout the year or for next year if we do it again. Mm. So, like we said, like this was our first time to do the campaign. We didn't know <laughs> what we were doing. Yeah. We didn't know what you guys would enjoy, what parts of it you'd, you'd like and didn't like. And yeah, so it was just good feedback overall for both of us. Yeah, exactly. And so this week, it leads us to our blog episode, our mid-month blog episode. And uh, our first article that kind of stood out was the um, guest blog by Gloria Murray on how to save money in six key areas of your salon. And uh, she says it straight off the top. She's like, this is a strange one for me because, <laughs> well, she is all about increasing sales to begin with. But I, I was mean, just thinking that, all right, because we're always talking about how to increase the uh, your average revenue and stuff like that. Mm. And now we're telling you how to save money. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I mean, there is like, do you, do you remember in the 30 Days to Grow campaign when Ellen Kavanaugh was saying, and um, there is some things that you can cut in, in terms of like cost uh, that you don't realize because you've just been paying them for years yeah. and you just forget that you're doing them. Well, it becomes routine, becomes habit. But people also think that they've built such a relationship with their provider at the time that mm. they just they couldn't go back and ask. But realistically, they're all increasing their average spend. <laughs> yeah. So you go, can just go and ask out, around yeah. for quotes and stuff like that. And if that. you don't ask, you don't get Exactly. So, yeah, she came up with uh, six key areas. So the first one being banking. Have a look at like how much your bank charges you uh, because it's easier than ever to change business banking account now. So, I mean, if you are getting a great service, but they're also charging you low, then you can have that great service somewhere else where they're charging you less. Why not make that switch, you know? And not only the business sense, I just noticed my bank is charging me more for my quarterly fee, so <laughs> I might have to go and check that out myself. Uh, yeah, so on the second uh, second point was the merchant service providers. So, you know, if you take credit cards and, and things like that, you might be uh, getting charged monthly for both the card machine and every client transaction. So there's, again, many alternatives out there and you just kind of need to go around, get some quotes, see what is best for you in, in terms of good value and good service. Yeah. Um, then stock. You know, it's easy to, to, to end up with loads of stock, but at the end, it does tie up your money and you could be using it for something else. Yeah. So just having a, a really uh, good understanding of all your profit and loss, knowing your numbers, knowing what you can and can't afford uh, in terms of like having stock just laying there in your salon. And I see here she actually has a link to her Facebook page, which is Knowing Your Numbers. Mm-hmm. Or it's, it's a Facebook group, a uh, closed group, but I'm pretty sure anyone can join. Just yeah, click join. The, yeah, there's the link on the, on the blog and she invites anyone that, that wants to want more info on it anyways to, to join there for free. Yeah, so check that out. Then we've got product a few usage. More. This is an interesting one. Yeah, <laughs> so she says basically that if you are just using, say, 
a tiny little bit of product on, on your client's hair, for instance, once you're washing it. If you're skimping. Yeah. Going to end up redoing your job. Yeah. Hence, reusing that product. So might as well just use the right quantity straight from the beginning. Yeah. And you're kind of, like we were saying, that's almost like discount using... It's almost as similar as using cheap product because you're using minimal of the product. Mm, yeah. So if you're using expensive product, just use the right amount. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, no-shows, uh, we've discussed that on the blog before as well. Uh, no-shows are, are really uh, will really impact um, your 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 figures overall in your business. Think about it, You've booked, if someone has booked an hour out to have them paid a deposit or anything like that on it mm-hmm. and then they don't turn up, you're at loss. And like for anyone that's a forest salon software client, you can easily check that out. So what is it? It's manager reports, no-shows and cancellations, and you can generate that. So just keep an eye on your no-show reports there and make sure it's not costing you because you are entitled, especially if someone books online, you are entitled to charge them the full fee if they don't turn up. So just be aware of that. Given you have that policy in place, obviously. Yeah. Um, and then final point, vouchers. So um, she says many accountants wouldn't necessarily know how your vouchers work. So it's important that you uh, explain like everything that has to do with your vouchers, and, and especially in terms of VAT, um, because the way she's explaining it here, um, there's no VAT on, say, for instance, the Forest Lawn software vouchers until they are redeemed. So they shouldn't be part of your sales figures until someone has the service. But many people wouldn't, many accountants wouldn't understand this, and, and it could save you loads of VAT throughout the year and tax at, at, your, at your year end. So Sorry. basically, just because I've bought a 50 euro gift card or a gift voucher off you, that doesn't mean it should get vatted on, uh, the vat should come on that. It, I have to actually redeem that exactly, card. Exactly, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there are the six key areas in your salon that you could cut down on, on certain costs without obviously um, hurting your business or hurting the, the running of your business and, and your staff as well. Or more importantly, affecting your clients. Yeah, exactly, yeah. That brings us on to the seven wonders of the perfect salon phone manner. Yeah. I find this one very interesting because I've actually just spent the last week sitting in amongst the training team. <laughs> and yeah. This so what one, have you learned? <laughs> what have I learned? Um, I don't think it's actually on this blog, but there is one key area where I've noticed a lot of salon owners. So when the trainers ring, mm-hmm. um, a salon owner will answer the phone and they either won't mention their salon name. Now, that's just like, I know... Obviously, I know who you are because I'm ringing you, but it's just in terms of branding, again, marketing, stuff like that. Mention who your salon's name is, but always say who your name, what your name is. Yeah. So if I answer the phone, a lot of them are just, hello. I'm like, hi, who am I talking to nearly? <laughs> so, hi, this is uh, Killian Salon. This is Killian speaking. How may I help you? Yeah. And then the second one that is quite frustrating is they'll say hello do you mind holding now that that's no problem at all if i'm only holding for 10 seconds but i had one of the trainers there two days ago they were on hold for 10 minutes for 10 minutes now without ever getting a little nothing oh we'll be back in two seconds i could not believe this yeah because the trainer was talking away to me and it kind of dawned on me he's like are you on the phone like yeah i've been on hold for 10 minutes now but they that salon owner didn't realize that that was a trainer that could have been a customer so just that little thing could be, hi, Killian Salon here, just Killian speaking. I'm sorry, I'm very busy at the moment, but can I just take your number down and I'll give you a call back as soon as possible? Because we completely understand you're busy. That This isn't the issue and your clients know you're busy. Mm-hmm. That's why they're coming to you because you're in demand. Yeah. But just simple, can I take your name and number and I'll contact you as soon as possible? Yeah. Just do not leave on hold. 
for any longer than 10 seconds. Sorry, so yeah, no, just no, to jump I mean, back into no, yours. It's, it's really interesting and it does yeah. tie in back to, to, to this because um, one of the points of these seven rules of salon phone manner um, is in fact to get all of your of, of your clients details that's why we move around from different departments to, to get feedback from all all sorts of places yes, like um, we work in marketing but we try and see every area of our business to see how every area of our business affects your business or helps your business exactly uh, so i mean in those seven rules that are on the blog i won't go through all of them because they're pretty self-explanatory anyways and if you want more information you could definitely go onto the blog and, and read it to yourself and um, but smile and breathe because it does make a huge difference i remember when we had uh, chrissy uh, our intern on the marketing team and she was recording some blogs for us and the first one she did she uh, she felt kind of awkward doing it and um, and the first thing i told her was like go back down and the next one you record smile like yeah. you're smiling to someone you're there's no one in the room but just smile because it will impact your voice and she instantly saw the difference it's it's mad but it does work but even going back to our first few episodes we were just <laughs> like i know sometimes i still get excited and talk really fast and stuff like that but the first few episodes you could hear us literally running out of breath because we were forgetting to breathe we were just like you're nervous yeah, that, yeah that's it or you're busy and yeah so at the end of the day take a deep breath smile and that smile comes through it comes through the phone Oh, it absolutely does. And the other thing that um, that can that will really make an impact is using your client's name in your conversation. So, you know, hi, Mary. Oh, yes. Oh, um, would you like to get that blow dry again, Mary? Or Well, their name them? is the sweetest thing to anyone's ears. Yeah. It's like, no matter how zoned out or dazed out I am, the minute someone says Killian, I, I perk up. What? <laughs> yeah. And it's funny because I was actually watching a thing this week, uh, completely irre irrelevant to the salon industry. But he the guy was a salesman um, for uh, a caps company, New Era. And he was saying the one thing now, when that you I say do, caps, you talk about hats. Yeah. Hats, okay, yeah. yeah. So um, the one thing he was saying was like the one thing I do on the phone every single time that makes an impact and guarantees me a callback is that I use that person's name all the time. Always. Yeah. Uh, so it, it, it is really across any kind of industry, and it's yeah. really fascinating how that works so well. And on a side note, if you use their name straight away, it's harder for you to forget their name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, the other thing here, um, being consi consistent with your face-to-face -face manner. So if you're bubbly and sparkly on the phone, and then uh, say I come into your salon and you're completely different, there's a discrepancy there and, and it will show and it will impact me in yeah. terms of my impressions of the overall salon. When I'm talking to Mary on the phone, she's bright and bubbly. I walk into the salon or I meet Mary, I don't realise and she's not as happy anymore. I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking, where's Mary? Where, where's the lovely lady I was talking to on the phone? Yeah, exactly. Now, uh, the other things that come down into this blog is basically understanding when angry clients call you, understanding why they are angry and where they're coming from. I mean, they're probably not angry at you. They're probably angry at a situation. And so if you listen to them and make them feel like you understand them, it will calm them down or at least. So there's a few down there other uh, other than that. So understanding styles and treatments. I mean, if, if everyone's busy, yeah, yeah, you need to be able to answer a few questions. Uh, getting the cli client's detail. We were chatting about that earlier. And most importantly, don't take things personally. Again, when people feel like they need to be angry, uh, to get a point across it's it's not personal they don't know you necessarily yeah so yeah and anything could have happened to them that day yeah exactly so. you don't like yeah when you walk down the street anyone could have 
a, the worst day of their life and you wouldn't even know it. So it's the same on the phone. You don't even have their face to be able to read that. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Next up, five ways a brand new salon can look established. This is a good one because we've been getting a lot thank of these you, questions lately. Like <laughs> <laughs> this is the only one you've wrote, is it? And the three that, that were published. It actually is the first Yeah. <laughs> so finally, we have one from Zoe. <laughs> but um, no, we have been getting this question a lot lately of mm. how to make a new salon look attractive because we're all about client retention but now we're kind of people are going like we're getting new salons coming on board as in brand new salons yeah um so i mean when you're about to open your doors you know you've done all your your market research you know that this is what you're going to do and have you defined your brand identity do you have a mission statement? Do you have an, a logo design? Do you have a, a visual identity that you'll use on social media or like colors to represent you? Um, do you have a motto to keep you focused? Um, and another really important point um, that Valerie Delforge wrote about was the SOP manual, so your policies. Your salon owner's procedures manual. Exactly, yeah. Um, so all of that's really, really important and will make you... Uh, seem established to an outsider's point of view. Um, now, the other thing, websites, uh, social media channels, get them up and running before you open. Uh, if, if your website is still like in construction, it yeah. doesn't really appeal to someone. And that's kind of, remember Louis was saying back, identify the channels that works for you. So, mm-hmm. you like, like your like website. Like try one, for instance. Yeah. yeah, like make sure your website has the whole... Um, do not have your website is being built. Make sure it is up and running. Yeah. But for your social media channels, it's not quite the, uh, the same where get yeah, those you could, handles. You could pick like one, say Facebook or exactly. pick Instagram to begin with and then make sure that that one is fully uh, built and like laid out all your information about your business is there. And then you can build on that after. You don't need to be everywhere. You just need to be where your clients or your customers are going to be. Next up, claiming your business online. And uh, so Google My Business, Yelp, that will help with your um, online reputation. Mm -hmm. And the sooner you get onto it, the better. Yeah, because if you're new and someone Googles, they're not going to Google your salon name because they don't know who you are. Mm. They're just going to say Google or they're going to Google um, Salon Salon Dublin and any Google business or any salon that has claimed a business page in that area will pop up. Mm. So you have a much better chance of being found without anyone knowing your name. What I also suggest is getting reviews. Um, say, for instance, if you have a soft launch. Um, so a soft launch would be, I don't know, say having a VIP event or just like a, a opening night event kind of vibe. Yep. And you have a few clients in, you have a few, t- just a very few um, services that you provide uh, on that first day. Ask these people that have come in for a review because when you will officially be opened, then you will at least have a few reviews giving you that credibility that yep. you're not just new and nobody knows you. Like some people have been there and got got services done, yep. you know? Because like we said, Google, it'll just show <clears throat> all the salons in that area. And it's the very same with Yelp as well. I know Yelp is a lot bigger in America, (laughs) but or not bigger than Google, but it's bigger in America than Ireland and the UK. But the whole idea is it shows salons in your area. So if you have reviews, you're looking better than the other ones in your area. So it's not ranking them. It's just showing you who has more reviews than the other because it'll always show your competitors if they're in your area too. So you need to get those reviews in. Yeah. And following up on that soft launch idea, uh, another cool thing that you could do is partner up with a local business, an already established local business. Because say, for instance, I don't know, you partner up with a local cafe or something. And on that uh, launch night uh, or soft launch night, you have um, 
a few treats to eat, uh, you have a coffee or whatever, right? Well, at least you have that brand name that's, you know, supporting you in your event. Well, like you could have your coffee is supplied by the local uh, barista. Right? Yeah. And they, can act, they are entitled to have their name in your salon mm. just at their little desk. The flowers, they're coming from your local florist. So it's cross-promotion. Yeah, it exactly. And, and, and especially when you, you're very, very new, it's sometimes easier to, to leverage their name to get you off the ground, literally. Exactly, so, yeah. yeah. Um, cool, so, yeah. so that's actually that blog wrapped up. Well done, Zoe, good blog. Thank you very much. <laughs> and, <laughs> and now on to your honours, um, the email marketing ebook, our brand new ebook. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, it's the latest Forest Salon software ebook. Now, we say Forest Salon software ebook, it's just Robios, it's for everyone. This is, um, it's just all about the kind of the benefits of email. So what do we talk about? It's a 34 page guide. Sounds tedious, but it's mostly graphical because I don't like words. <laughs> so highlight the benefits of email marketing for your salon. It identifies the anatomy of a successful email campaign. And now when we say the anatomy, so how to structure your email. It doesn't yeah. have to be these big, long, massive newsletters or these big visual pages or anything like that. It identifies different styles. So your automated emails mm. that are kind of like your reminders, your confirmations, your marketing emails then that... You don't need tons of images because not everyone's email box will support images. So sometimes just the bare bones like... Um, Phil Jackson on episode 26 was talking about that. Exactly. Sometimes just text works. So then we go to learn how to structure and create an email campaign. And for then at the end of the book, for anyone who is a far salon software client, we'll show you how to activate the free monthly email templates that you get. So there's newsletter templates there. There's occasional, so like Christmas... Mother's Day, Father's Day, birthdays, even gift card launches. Mm. If you've got online booking, there's an email template for that. If you have the salon branded up, there's an email launch in that. So yeah, you it's pretty all much there. Everything. Pretty much covered it all, yeah. <laughs> so like like I've said, even if you're not a client, you can still take that template and just rewrite it yourself. Yeah, so it's available for free. Um, it's on If you go onto the Forest blog and search for email marketing ebook, uh, you'll find the blog straight away and you just click on download your copy here and uh, it'll bring you to a landing page. Fill in your details and download the ebook. Cool. And then to close the show off, we have our webinar section. So yes. what have we got, Zoe? So the next one, we don't have one this week. Uh, the next one will be on September 18th, and that's the Salon Instagram Masterclass. Uh, it's led by Chris Brennan, and it's an hour-long masterclass uh, from 3 p.m. to 4 p.m. UK Ireland time, 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. US Eastern time. We'll chat about it more anyways next week. So, yeah. Cool. And then for Forest Salon Software clients, our next webinar is Tuesday, September the 19th, which is 3 p.m. to 4 p.m. Um, Irish UK time or 10 a.m. US Eastern time. So what we cover there is we're identifying your highest converting strategy. So what is the best marketing strategy you can use that will get you up to 22 times your marketing investment back? So you can sign up for both of those through the Facebook events page, yes. as always. And um, yeah, so that's the show wrapped up in a nutshell. Did you enjoy the show? Did you enjoy those blogs? Were they on par with what you want to hear? Let us know. Give us feedback. Yeah, so you can leave a review on iTunes or even just comment on whichever post that you, you see on social media about Forest FM. And uh, if we can get anyone on the show for you, we will. On this note, we wish you a wonderful week and we'll catch you next Monday. All the best. <laughs>